Hey, party people! Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual play RPG podcast where the gaming table is always set for two. I am your host as always, Jeff Stormer. This episode, we are joined once again by Austin Ramsey for a game of Beam Saber. Specifically, this is part two of our Beam Saber session. Part one, the mission half of the game you heard about a year ago, episode 174, or you can hop back to the previous episode in the Party of One feed to hear it remastered with sound effects, music, and all that. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm really proud of how that episode turned out. Um, This is the downtime half of the game, the back half of a Beam Saber session, where our heroes are pursuing their notable projects, fleshing out their goals, and planning their next mission. Beam Saber is currently on Kickstarter. It is already funded. As of the time of me recording this intro-outro, it funded about, like, maybe 10 minutes ago, which is incredible. I am super, super proud of everything that they did. It's an amazing game, and I'm super, super excited that it's going to become a reality. It's uh, it's very cool, and I want you to go to the show notes, and I want you to back the game on Kickstarter, because it's so freaking cool. You can find all that information in the show notes. Before we dive in, I do want to give a shout out to Mike Fortman, our newest backer on Patreon. Thank you so much for helping to produce not just the podcasts that I create, but the games I design, the articles I publish, all of that good stuff is supported directly through the Patreon. So thank you so much for that. It is great. I appreciate it. If you'd like to do that, you can find all of that information as well as early access to the show, behind the scenes stuff, all that kind of cool stuff at patreon.com slash jeffstormer. With all that said, let's go ahead and throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. I am so excited to be joined once again by Austin Ramsey. Austin, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. I am so excited to have you back on the show because this was a game that I really, really enjoyed and I am so stoked to be playing it again. Why don't you take a moment and let us know what we're playing this week as well as everything else you've got going on that you want the audience to know about. So we are returning to Beam Saber, my Forged in the Dark game about pilots and their powerful machines in a war that encompasses all aspects of life. And... Uh, Part of the reason we're coming back to that is because I've got a Kickstarter, which, uh, if the timing works out, is going on right now. It most certainly will. Um, Check the show notes for a link to the Kickstarter. Yes, I don't. I don't have a link at this time, but uh, hopefully, I'll have like a. a I'm going to try and get tinyurl.com/slash/beamsaberkickstarter and do a link there. So. Joke's on you. That's going to link to the Party of One press kit. You slept, you snoozed, you lose. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) You fiend. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's the big thing I've got going on. I'm super excited about it. Um, I think since the last time we recorded, I... I've put out a number of games. I've actually got like a full itch page going. I was I re-listened to our last episode because I wanted to um, uh, uh, refresh myself on where we left our characters. And I said that I just had the tiny URL for the game at the time and that it was free. But and it, the quick start guide is still available for free at tinyurl.com slash beamsaber. Um but it's now available for sale on uh, austin-ramsey.itch.io, where my other games are as well. I've got a... Well, you played one of my other games, actually, I not did. too long ago. It was a great episode. We played uh, In the Air Tonight, which was inspired by the iconic scene in Miami Vice. We played it with Alex Flanagan. It's a stupendous episode and a wonderful game. 
yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with how that game turned out. And I've got a couple others on there. A single-player horror game called Alone in the House and a co-op slash like alternating co-op PvP game called Tomb of the Gods, which is a, a about trying to uh, defeat a shape-shifting telepathic immortal creature so that you can get a single wish for your group of people, but only one of you gets the wish. That rules. I love that. Yeah. Extremely good. I, w- I was informed um, recently that it is basically uh, the plot of Cats. Yes. Or- <laughs> uh, Cats 2019, director Tom Hooper. Um, yes. Uh, I feel sorry for whoever uh, had thought about Cats enough to point that out to you, because clearly <laughs> their life has been ruined. Clearly they have just been broken by having watched Cats 2019, director Tom Hooper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whoever that could be. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever could be so just thoroughly just broken as a, as a person. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't think that um, Tom Hooper will do us any harm today, or at least That's, no further harm. I appreciate you. I appreciate your reassurance of that because it is in the back of my mind at all times. <laughs> uh, Tom Hooper lurking over your shoulder. <laughs> So it's sort of like it follows, except it's just <laughs> it's an it's an ever increasing mob of jellical cats just sort of doing a dance at you. It's very upsetting. Mm. The halfway between thrillers <laughs> music video and it follows, I guess. Yeah. Yep, that sounds about right. Uh yeah, so we are here for Beam Saber because what we did last time when we played it was we did a full mission mm-hmm. starring the party crashers. Of uh, our char- which is the name of the squad of our characters, mm-hmm. uh, a a slapdash uh, mobile cavalry unit. Yeah, um, and so I was playing uh, Kessler Drock, call sign Red Eye, and you were playing Axel Dollar Sign Mulroney. Yeah, and so we did a mission where we were hired by Doctors Beyond Stars mm-hmm. to escort um some of their uh medical vehicles past a blockade uh run by the cult of earthfound into a community that had been recently uh damaged by like uh some kind of attack from another mm-hmm. faction from the uh attack from the jovengelian empire and so in that, uh, your rival, uh, your rival, Terwilliger showed up and it caused us some problems, but we actually managed to get those, uh, medical vehicles to their destination without too much trouble. Well, yeah, we actually were a well oiled machine for being, uh, two arms dealers operating out of, uh, an American Legion hall slash like hangar bay. Yeah, it, it went reasonably well. Um, and we we just sort of ended it right when uh we finished the the mission um so we did not do the uh the the mission completed stuff mm-hmm. so we should probably run through that quickly yeah. i think to uh yeah. sh- show that off and then we can get into the downtime ac- actions that sounds great yeah so the first thing we do is uh we take a reward for our mission now, th- th- there's some good news and some bad news with that. The good news is mm-hmm. is that we completed the mission successfully. The bad news is is that we were working for Doctors Beyond Stars, which is an mm-hmm. independent squad. 
Yep. Which means that they don't pay. Right. Sure. Of course. Which is a, a problem in, in, in a business. Yeah. Um, so I, I sort of glossed over that <laughs> the first time we played because we were just doing a one shot and weren't sure. expecting to get to this part because that is something you can negotiate when working for an independent squad, uh, discussing their payment. So I think it would be fair to say that they gave us like, Two points of payment, I think. Okay, sure. I think that sounds fair. Yeah, because like normally you roll a number of d6s depending upon how much the uh, employer likes you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that gives you a certain amount of funds. So just getting a, a flat two, I think, is, is okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So the next thing is that depending upon who you worked for, uh, that'll give you uh, bonus supplies. Now, since we're working for Independent Squad, we don't actually get supplies per se. We get Im- we get more rep because okay. they they can't sure. they can't give us uh, like guns and medical supplies, but they can give us you know like put the good word out for us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so then we have to decide the two supply points we did get. Do we want to assign them as materiel or as personnel? And materiel is supplies related to our vehicles, and personnel is supplies related to our pilots. That's the like quick and dirty description mm-hmm. of them. So, what do you think? Uh, my gut, <clears throat> excuse me. My gut says, uh, my gut is leaning towards personnel, but I could be convinced to go towards materiel. Yeah. Actually, maybe the maybe I feel the opposite because like we fought, we had a pretty hard fight last time. I feel like we're we're kind, you know, it's probably good to have the extra like supplies for the for the max. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm uh good either way. Actually, I'm looking at our character sheets and we actually came out of it relatively well, as I think we said earlier. Okay. Um, like. So, like, both as our pilots and as our uh, vehicles. So, yeah, let's put them both into materiel. That sounds good. Um, and uh, then something that wasn't in the game last time we played was drives. Now, drives are the thing your pilot wants to do to try and change the world. Mm-hmm. It could be something relatively small, like making sure that your pilot gets a good retirement or you could be trying to go for something grand, like trying to make sure the uh, Joe Vangelian child empress reaches adulthood. Uh, There's a pretty wide range of things Mm -hmm. that can happen. Um, And the reason I bring it up now is because when you try and when you do something that furthers your drive during a mission, you get to add a tick to your drive clock at the end of the mission. Okay. Um, which I have updated our character sheets, actually, uh, to have a drive section. It's just below the long-term projects box on the left side of the character sheet. Left side of the character sheet. Wait, where did you say it was? Uh, below the long-term projects box. Got it. All right, perfect. Found it. Yeah. So... Um, when, uh, your drives are represented by two, four tick clocks, 
Mm -hmm. and doing stuff to further them fills up a tick. And when they're full, you can spend them to do a bunch of different things. Spending a single one, you can get some like powerful mechanical effects, like negating Mm -hmm. any harm or damage, or changing a roll to a six, even after it's been rolled, that kind of thing. If you spend two or more, that's when you gain narrative control of Mm. the world. And so you can I like that. You can spend two clocks to change a single person's circumstances. You can spend three to change a squad's, whether it's the player squad or an NPC squad. And if you spend four clocks, you can change a faction's circumstances. Okay. Now, of note here is that individual pilots only have two clocks. So if you right. want to change the wider world you have to work with your squad mates and convince them that they should spend their drives on uh whatever your idea is i like that i like that a lot yeah so what do you think uh dollar signs drive might be uh i think it was i was initially going to go very selfish and kind of lean towards like a good retirement but having listened to the last episode He's so comfortable in our base, in our uh, armory slash bar slash uh, backroom hangar. I think it's that he wants to ensure like a comfortable life for everyone that frequents that bar. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Um, so for uh, Kesser... <laughs> His, his drive is going to be overshadow my family's business. Mm, I like that. Yeah, he wants to show up his folks uh, by being better at uh, entrepreneurship than they are. Um, so, with that in mind, do you think that either of us did something that furthered our drive during that mission? Obviously, we weren't playing with them in mind at the time, but maybe it came up? Um... I do think I would make a a solid argument for I'd make a solid argument for probably both of us honestly. I think I think we could I think I could I could see the argument for both in that like we took our job, we succeeded, we you know, we locked down some resources and then we also, you know, we earned a little bit of rep, we earned a little bit of a you know, the the party crashers are a known quantity like we did pretty well to establish both financially and sort of uh legendarily our organization yeah that seems uh reasonable to me so we each get a tick in our drive clock for that hell yeah uh next up for the end of mission stuff is that every pilot can take a free upkeep downtime activity but must still spend the required materiel all right. So what that means is that um, this uh, the upkeep downtime activity refreshes our quirks. So I only spent one quirk, my hot boosters. Did you spend any of your quirks? I don't believe I did. They'll be at the bottom of your character sheet. Uh, I did spend one of my quirks. Okay. I spent my heavy step. So here's a question then. Uh, do We've only got one materiel point. Mm-hmm. So that means that only one of us can actually take the... Oh, no, we took two materiel. Mm-hmm. Right. So we can both spend one materiel each to roll 1d6 okay. and refresh quirks. So we're guaranteed to get the one quirk we each spent. Or 
we could decide to skip the, the like baseline maintenance and save that material for something that we might want in the future since we've only spent one quirk. What I do you think, think I'm going to I'm, I'm going to skip I'm going to skip spending one on mine. I don't think I'm that worried about my one quirk. I've got three left for next time. I think I'm in pretty good shape. Yeah, I agree. We got to be smart <laughs> about our business. <laughs> yeah. So we're, maybe we'll have to cut a little costs in uh, maintenance of our own mechs. <laughs> I mean, and, and the truth is, like, going going back to my drive, like, this is the, that's probably the moment that earns me that click or that tick on the clock is, like, I probably am, like, I, I see that, like, uh, you know, my, 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 my mech's feet are kind of dug into the earth and, like, they're banged up. And I'm like, I could just, I could, but I should probably hold on to that money for later. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe I'm a little, uh, I, I spent hot boosters and I came out of that mission with burned hands. So I think I'm just sort of like warily eyeing the, like the boosters and be like, they can wait. <laughs> yeah, they can wait a little while. What's the expression? Uh, once burned, twice shy. <laughs> That's that is that's that's what they say. Yeah. Um, so then the next question is, did our mission support our patron faction? Uh, oh, specifically their patron faction goal. Well, here's the thing. We decided we were going to be an independent squad mm -hmm. because we were like, this is going to be a one shot. So, you know, playing independent isn't going to affect us that much. Who cares sure. if it's a little harder? <laughs> Right, and here course. we are coming back and uh, having to wallow in that decision. You know what? That's that's life. That's that's being on the independence. Yeah, that it is. So uh, we don't have a patron faction, so we don't have to worry about ticking their goal up. What that would do is if it filled that goal clock, then we would get a unique benefit mm. that is uh, only available if we complete those clocks. Gotcha. Um, so, for example, if you complete, I believe it's the intelligence coup clock, then you get um, the 4D chess ability, which lets the uh, lets the squad spend stress so that they can rearrange um, clocks during a mission. So you can be like, actually, the reinforcements are actually farther away, but this other issue is uh, uh, mm. more progressed now. <coughs> gotcha. And then the last thing is that our squad gets rep for completing the mission. So we get a baseline of two, plus an additional one rep for every tier that the target was higher than us. And the target was two tiers higher, so we get four rep. All right, that's pretty good. Yeah, especially since working for independent, we already got two rep. So we're up to six rep out of 12 to increase our tier. So All right. Pretty good progress on... Uh, improving our quality of life as a squad yeah i mean it was a hell of a mission yeah so then the next thing is that we adjust uh our relationships with the other squads and uh with the other factions so the first question is were uh, did any squads benefit from our from our mission that's where i'll answer yes for sure I mean, Doctors Beyond Stars, like, we help them, we help them get, get those medical supplies to people. Absolutely. So, now that it's got one tick positive, what's a 
single word descriptor that they that represents what they think of us at this point. Hmm. Do we want to maybe go with reliable? I think that's a good one. Because we didn't show that we were like necessarily altruistic, but we proved <coughs> our mettle. Yeah, yeah. We were unabashedly not altruistic in that uh in that uh scratch caught us trying to con them out of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then the next question is, were any squads harmed by our mission? I don't think so. Um, what about Terwilliger's squad? Did we... That's true. Terwilliger, Terwilliger's squad would have absolutely been. Yeah. So we... I don't remember if we, did we, did we put, did we put Terwilliger in a squad? Uh, we did not assign him a squad, but I think that because we described him coming in as like a bunch of, uh, fighters flying overhead... Mm-hmm. With his squad, so I think assigning them to the Sword Wing as a okay. squad, which is a under the Adamant Council of Nor, I think that makes a lot of sense. That feels right. Yeah. So do you think? Uh, yeah. So they'll be at minus one because we interfered with what they were up to, but they'll be at an adi- yeah, they'll be at an additional minus one because they have Terwilliger, your mm-hmm. rival. I like it. Yeah. So what are two words that describe what they think of us now? Uh, I think nuisance feels feels right. Nuisance. And what do you think? What do you think for another word? Uh, is is nuisance re- re- um, representative of Terwilliger's thoughts on you, or there's or the squad's thoughts on you? Um, I think it's I think it's the squad's thoughts on us because like we showed up at the worst possible moment and like just really just to mess with their plans, like we. Like, we were a pest, is really the best way to put it. Okay, uh, on that uh, note, it's funny you say pest, because I was thinking that maybe Terwilliger thinks cockroaches. Cockroaches just is like, very good. Especially since, like, he's tried to kill you so many times, and he just can't yep. manage it. Yep. Yeah, so they think we're nuisance and cockroaches. I love it a whole lot. Yeah. It's extremely good. Um, so now... We adjust the trust of the faction that was targeted by the mission. So technically, the mission was targeting the Church of the Celestial Myriad through their Cult of Earth Found squad. Because that Mm -hmm. was the squad that was running the checkpoint that we ran. Right, yeah. So, we'll go through the questions for them. Was any important infrastructure damaged? Uh, no, actually. We were pretty, we were pretty surgical. Yeah. Was a VIP killed? Uh, no. Did any civilians die? Um, that I don't remember. Did we? Did we harm civilians? I don't huh? think so. It was. I didn't think we did either. The only civilians on site, so to speak, was the Doctors Beyond Stars, mm-hmm. and they got through unscathed. Yeah. Um, was their corruption exposed to their citizens? Um, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, did any of their squads take casualties? Um. Oh gosh, I don't believe so, but I could be wrong. I think that one of because they had tanks at the checkpoint. Right. Yeah, one of their tanks. One of their tanks, I believe, went up. Yeah. So I think that 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 applies, even if we weren't the ones who shot. Yeah, the tank. yeah, yeah. So that's minus one trust. Um, was the mission's target high profile or well connected? Hmm. I'm not sure because that checkpoint was stopping people from going into Hollanton because it had recently suffered a massive attack by the Jovengalians. But the checkpoint itself 
wasn't high profile. What do yeah, you think? I don't think so. I, I would say no to that. Yeah, okay. Was the faction attacked in a region they control? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, that absolutely is true. <laughs> that was the whole yeah. point of the mission. <laughs> yes. Um, so that's another minus one, putting it minus two. And the last one is, did you have Vendetta with one of their squads at the start of the mission? Ven- uh, no, we did not. We did not. Vendetta is when you have a minus three relationship with one of the squads. So we're almost at minus, we're almost at Vendetta with the sword wing. <laughs> Great. Um, and also with the Cult of Earth Found. Uh, right? No. We, we have... I don't... They weren't really harmed, right? This oh, mission. Okay. So they're at a zero relationship with us. Got it. Okay. But we... That... Um, the trust is about their faction. So the squad oh, itself... It. Okay. Um, factions are sort of like the massive organizations. Oh, got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So the church likes us a bit less. We're now at minus one with the church of the mm-hmm. celestial myriad from because we were at zero with them and zero. Tr- we we're at zero relationship and zero trust, and we just lost two trust, which knocks us down to minus one relationship. Got it. Okay, I I, I see. I see. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, our trust is at seven. Okay. And, and then once it hit, if we get the trust back up to nine, then that'll improve our relationship with them again. So we could do a mission with them in the future and then repair our relationship with them. Okay. Um, so next we adjust the trust of the faction that employed the squad, but we worked for an independent squad. Mm-hmm. So we basically just skip this step. So we don't gain trust with anyone through this, mm. which is uh, like... The, the, the primary way that you gain trust. Mm. Um, same for the step <coughs> after that, which is adjusting the trust of the patrons faction of the patron faction, because mm-hmm. it's possible to work for one faction while being patronized by a different one. Sure. Um, and that can adjust your trust, but that doesn't apply to us because we're, uh, we're independent. We're free spirits, free, free spirits, free agents. That's right. Yeah. The only way to live. Yeah. So that is trust done. Um, the next step is called entanglements. And anyone who's played uh, Blades in the Dark knows to uh, be nervous about this step because this is where the war and life gets unfair for us mm-hmm. because random bad things happen. Mm. So... What happens is that we roll on a certain table, depending upon our relationship with the faction that we just had a mission, that we just targeted with a mission. Okay. So we're now at minus one with the church. So we'll be rolling on table B, Mm -hmm. and we roll three dice minus the squad's relationship with our patron, or in our case... The faction with the highest relationship if we lack a patron. So Got it. that would basically be any of the other factions other than the church, since we're at zero with all of them. Mm-hmm. So do you want to give us three D six? Yes, I will. On a flat flat three flat three D six? Uh keep the highest. Got it. Alright. Uh that is a six. Okay. So it's a six, five, and five, so that is a high roll of six. Yeah. So that means we got the requisition entanglement. So a cohort squad upgrade or acquired asset is requisitioned by another squad. Give up the item, 
take plus two trust with that squad's patron faction, bribe the caller with personnel equal to your tier plus three, or try to hide the object or fight back and lose one status with that squad and their faction. Mm. So what do we have on the possible chopping block? We have, as mechanized cavalry, we have a testing facility, we have a cohort, we have cavalry hard points, and we have a hidden, the hidden nature of our base. So, what? Who might be trying to take one of those from us, and what might they be trying to take? Um. So the Democratic Federated Systems feels natural as does exodus republic incorporated if we what we have is like a testing facility is our if what we have is like uh i feel like either of those would want a testing facility yeah okay uh, actually the more the saying it out loud i really kind of feel like if it's a testing facility having it go to exodus feels right okay so who might try and uh take it from us um oh maybe uh maybe it's alderman uh mergers just, and acquisitions i was just thinking that yeah they're a corporation focused on stealing items and information with the goal to shut down enemy supply lines okay so what does this look like as uh i think i think like a couple of people roll up to the uh a couple of new faces come into our lesion bar. Mm-hmm. Exceedingly professional, wearing like slick back suits or black suits with like uh, silver ties, sunglasses, the whole kit and caboodle. Are they like a little uh, tougher looking than your standard like bureaucrat or are these a couple of like uh, accounting nerds who have showed up with the forms? And oh, I love them being accounting nerds. I love them just being flop sweat. A <laughs> <laughs> couple of bureaucrats instead of a couple of mafioso. Yeah. All right. So they come in and uh, I, I guess they probably hold out like a contract to you. Mm-hmm. And they're like, uh, we've heard you've got a uh, testing facility in uh, this here uh, fine establishment. And... If you just sign that over to us, uh, you'll see in Clause 34B uh, that we won't be forced to come and uh, uh, cause any uh, structural damage to this facility. Now I sit there for a very long time. I've got the, I've got my mask on. My uh, Axel wears sort of a Destro-esque chromium face mask, so you can't really see his face. Mm-hmm. But it's just kind of like blank faced for a very long time. Looks to the left, looks to the right, looks to the shuffleboard where uh, where uh, Morty and T-Dog are playing shuffleboard. It's like, <laughs> I think I think Kesser has like positioned himself like leaning up against like a billiard table behind them. And he's got like his hand like inside of his coat reaching for a shoulder holster he hasn't like drawn or anything but he's definitely looking at you like is this uh, what are we doing here Mm. what's the what's the play uh i don't really want to i don't i i don't 
I don't want to murder anybody to anybody else today. I'll be honest. <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> and I think I saw I think I reluctantly sign over the contract. Okay. So with that, they say, thank you for your cooperation. We'll have some people by to uh, take the gear in a couple of hours. That sounds great. Thank you so much. Thank you for stopping by. I'd offer you a drink, but you're on your way out. <laughs> <laughs> they get the hint and <laughs> they leave. So we get to trust with Exodus Republic Incorporated. All right. Yeah. Um, so if we work on that, maybe they'll like us. <laughs> yeah, maybe we could fleece out of maybe we could fleece out a contract out of some some corporate bigwigs. Yeah, that could pay well, presumably. Presumably. Yeah. So with entanglements done, it's now time for our downtime activities. All right. So these are uh, a combination of. Uh, mechanical things that we do while we are uh, between missions, like acquiring gear, repairing our vehicles, getting medical attention, relieving stress, mm-hmm. and pursuing our own interests. Um, so uh, we get two of those each, and we can spend, because we didn't spend it to uh, do upkeep, we can spend our materiel on certain actions mm. to uh, get additional uh, downtime activities. Okay. So the possible downtime activities are acquire asset, which is gain temporary use of a item or set of common items, a service, a vehicle, a cohort, or various other things. Uh, we can collect, which is essentially we collect quote-unquote taxes from a region uh, which can potentially go bad. Uh, We can fix, which is using our technological know-how to repair any damage to our vehicles. Mm. We can pursue a long-term project, which is basically uh, it's basically the player's way of breaking the rules. Sure. Yeah, you, you fill a clock by pursuing it in your downtime and then maybe you get something that is outside of your pilot playbook or Mm. you get a new upgrade for the squad or you get a tick on your drive clock or just whatever literally the possibilities are endless okay um actually that's uh, well i always say that it's not possible i always get asked when i say like you can do anything people inevitably ask me, well, can you end the war? And my answer is generally not with a single uh, long-term project, but maybe with enough of them. (laughs) All right, that makes sense. Um, You can recover, which is healing any harm your pilot might have. Uh, You can upkeep, repairing those quirk boxes, but I think we've already decided to uh, pass on that option. Yeah. You can salvage, which is where we take apart a damaged vehicle for its valuables and get more supply points. I don't know if we have any damaged vehicles on us. We kind of just I don't just, think we do. Yeah, we just sort of uh, fought a distracting action and then skedaddled. Uh, we can schmooze, which is where we uh, try and improve our relations with a faction. So if we wanted to uh, 
uh, try and fix patch things up with the church or further our connection to Exodus Republic Incorporated, we could do that. We could train, which gives us XP, and we could enhance, which improves our vehicle, pushing them towards getting an, an additional quirk, so increasing mm. our max to five. Mm. And the last thing is that we can cut loose, which is where we have a scene to relieve stress with each other. Uh, I think I'm going to cut loose. Yeah? So normally in a larger squad, if it wasn't just the two of us, mm -hmm. you'd decide who you want to have a cut loose scene with. But uh, kind of limited options here. Sure. Not that I don't love cutting loose with Axel. I mean, he's a blast. Yeah. Oh, and that's interesting. You only have two stress. So then maybe I don't want to cut loose because I feel like that's not that much and that should keep me like I should be okay. Not just that, but if you... When you cut loose, if you roll over your stress, you overindulge and mm. there's a complication that happens mm. that you get to pick from. And then I think in that case, I might I might work on a long-term project. Yeah. So what are you thinking about? Uh, in line with my drive, I really want to... I really want to rent... I want to... I want to turn this bar into a public-facing endeavor... As opposed to, like, a hangout where a few people go, I want this to be, like, the entertainment spot in our area. I want this to be, I have big dreams for this bar. I, this bar is, this bar is my cheers, and I want it to, to feel that way. <laughs> All right. Um, so I think I, I think my long-term project is, uh, is installing, like, uh, computerized gambling machines are you gonna turn this into a casino inadvertently at, at a casino area you know the casino nook we're gonna have the casino nook we're gonna have the tv room listen 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 i've got a lot of plans i got a lot of notes if you just look at my notebooks if you look at my data pads you'll see some great ideas kesser's definitely looking over them and is like like sort of like shaking his head from side to side like could work at some of the points and seeing other ones and just like raising his eyebrows just like are you serious robot robot fighting is a perfectly valid like that's that's the hot new thing y yeah but we don't have the space for it well it's have you ever heard of backyard robot fighting oh no we're gonna get a lawsuit <laughs> it'll be fine it'll be fine look look uh republic owes us we're fine uh well, well, we'll we'll get there eventually. We'll get there. <laughs> okay. So, what's this long-term project called? Uh, renovate the bar into an entertainment center. <laughs> uh, so, when you start a long-term project, uh, the GM tells you if it's going to be a four-tick, a six-tick, mm -hmm. or an eight-tick clock. But we're playing the GM-less version of Beam Saber. Mm -hmm. So, how many ticks do you think that might be? I'm feeling like it might be kind of in the longer end. I think I was thinking it's a longer. It's definitely because it's a larger. It's definitely a larger overhaul from where we are right now. Yeah. So maybe six. I think at least six. So let's go. Let's go six. Okay. So there's a little needed section on the left side of the. Mm -hmm. uh, and you can, can just put a six in there. And so now you decide you decide one of your actions 
-hmm. It can be a pilot action or vehicle action. And you figure out how are you going to use that to in pursuit of your long-term project and describe what you're going to do to make that a reality. Uh, I am going to... I'm going to use command or maybe sway. I kind of like sway. especially. I think I'm going to use sway, and I think it is... I am... Uh, there's like a long shot of me on the phone swirling in like a hover, like a hover swivel, the hover, uh, the hovering equivalent of a swivel chair. A lot of me on the phone, my feet on desks, I lean back a little too far and like the repulsors, I don't just fall backwards in the chair, the repulsors kind of blast me off of the chair, but it's a lot of me like on the phone, like, listen, 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 these are, these are, are refurbished video slot machines these are not top of the line i'm I, i'm i'm asking for an appropriate discount to hook me up with these with these these uh these slot machines i don't think that's an unreasonable ask okay so roll your uh sway then as you try and make a deal so is that going to be... Uh, remind me how many dice I'm rolling because I have one marked in it. Is that one dice? That's two dice. That's one die. It's one die? Perfect. All right. Roll 1d6. That's a six. Nice. Um, so when uh, that gets you three segments in your project. Oh, beautiful. And you can... Spend personnel points to bump that up a level, which would uh, make it a crit and get you five segments. But unfortunately, I do not have any personnel. Yeah, we went all materiel. But I mean, three segments is still really good. That's halfway. That's halfway home. Yeah, that's good progress. Um, so for my first downtime activity, I'm shook and I've got scorched hands because I used one of my abilities, meet a sheep, save the metal, to change my vehicle's damage into harm to my pilot. So I need to recover. Now, the problem is, is that we don't have a doctor. Mm -hmm. We don't have an NPC doctor and neither of us has the doctor ability. So I just have to heal naturally, which isn't great because the way that works is I will spend one stress as I deal with my ongoing pain mm -hmm. and then I roll zero dice mm. and so what that means is that I roll 2d6 mm -hmm. and I take the lower one so let's see how I do I get a two huh? All right, so you rolled two twos, so it's at least not at least not a heartbreaking situation. Well, unfortunately, that uh, one to three is the worst possible result. That's true, but it's not like it's not like you rolled a six on the other dice. That is, yeah, fair. Um, so I only get one tick in my recovery clock, um, and once that, I need to fill that up to uh, fully heal. Basically, when you fill your healing clock, all of or your repair clock for your vehicle, all of your harm or damage like shifts down to one level. So mm -hmm. level three harm becomes two, two becomes one, and one gets completely removed. Um, so that's uh, I think that's a lot of me. Like uh, I've got bandages on my hands, mm -hmm. and it's a lot of me like 
uh, fumbling through my day for a while, mm-hmm. trying to make the best of it as I'm like uh, poking at my tablet, trying to do stuff on it since I can't fully type. Yeah. Um, and just being frustrated by it and getting a bit of stress from that. Yep. But uh, not getting some proper treatment because uh, apparently of all the patrons in this Legion Hall, none of them were medics. <laughs> nope, nope. Uh, what? I mean, T-Dog, he offered to like stitch you up, but I, I wouldn't trust I wouldn't trust him on it. Yeah, I've seen him play shuffleboard. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not the smoothest. So, yeah. Uh, if we had personnel points again, I could have spent those to improve the result and gotten an additional tick, but we decided to uh, go all in on our vehicles. Say <laughs> la vie. Yeah. Um, so what might you want to do for your second downtime activity? <sighs> if My you, second downtime activity. If you're not sure, I know what I want to do. Go for it. Okay, so I'm going to cut loose. Be- Do it. Because with uh, with that um, natural healing, I'm now at five stress, which means that my chances of overindulging are pretty slim. They're not yeah. impossible, but uh, here's hoping I don't. That doesn't happen. Or I mean, it always makes an interesting story when it does. Yeah. So how do I? How do we cut loose together? Um, I don't want it to be just drinking. Cause I think that's really obvious. Uh, I don't think I'm in the shape to play billiards or shuffleboard with my hands the way mm. they are. Do um, we, uh, do we joyride? Hmm. I think, <coughs> hmm. You know what it is? What is I think it? it's actually, like, going over your plans for the bar. Uh, I like, I, I really enjoy that. That's just, very good. Just That's like, very fun. Kind of uh, shooting the shit over beers while we're talking mm-hmm. through your plans. And, like, <laughs> I'm trying to, like, rein you in some. But, like, I like that. Not I like a, that a lot. Not in a, like, extremely put-upon way. Just, like, this 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 guy's ridiculous. I love him. Yeah. And uh, it's almost needling me, but it's, it's you being half-sensible businessman and half just seeing how much you can rile me up by telling me like you can't do that you you can't do that (laughs) yeah that's Um, very good yeah so um with cut loose we can like uh you have these scenes and some some players like to like get really deep into the nitty-gritty about them and some of them like to uh sort of just uh go for the general overview of how it plays Mm -hmm. out so I'm happy with how with that description. Yeah, I think that's a good description. Yeah, and so now I roll a number of dice equal to the strength of my connection with you, um, which is two. I've All got right. two connections, so I'm going to roll another 2d6. This time I'm taking the higher one. And I got a five, which is exactly right. what I needed. Yeah. So I erase five stress. Beautiful. Yeah, very close, no overindulging, and got a nice little uh, fun time having uh, beers and discussing future plans. Yep. Big dreams, big dreams here. Mm-hmm. Big dreams here in the Party Crashers. <laughs> and so, what do you want to do for your uh, your last um, one? I might, 
have to think about this for a moment. Because I don't need to... I don't need to, to kick back. Or cut loose. I don't need to... I don't want to necessarily... Uh, I don't necessarily want to... Revi- like, to do another long-term project. I kind of think maybe... I don't need to fix, per se. I don't have any harm to recover. I think maybe I might be schmoozing. I think I might be... I honestly think I might be schmoozing a little bit. So, with who, and what does this look like? I think I am, as the, uh... As the Republic... As Exodus is, like, uh... Coming by and taking boxes, I'm, like, showing them around, I'm giving them drinks, I'm, like ordering around the bar flies to like help them take boxes (laughs) and i imagine kesser probably sees this and just like rolls his eyes and i'm like i'm like i got this i got this and i like rub my fingers as if you know in that money way of like i got this it's gonna be good (laughs) it's everybody listen drinks are on me let me get you around obviously you know we'll, we'll cut it we'll keep it light and i gesture to I gesture to to Maurice behind the bar, and I'm like, do not cut it light. Do not make these drinks light. (laughs) Get them drunk. That's that's, that's the goal. Okay. Um, So what action are you rolling for this? Uh, I might call this... uh, I might call this... I think this is either still sway or maybe command. I think that depends upon how you, you... which direction you lean in like mm-hmm. are you really sort of uh not quite bullying the bar patrons to help out to like do the heavy lifting or are you leaning more into uh, uh glad handing with i think the i'm leaning ER? more into i think i'm leaning more into glad handing i think this is sway it's still it's 1d6 either way but i feel like it's it's definitely sway in terms of like i am putting on a show almost and like giving them the the biggest smile underneath my mask that I can muster. And I got a four. Yeah. So with a four, that gets us two more trust with Exodus Republic. All right. Well, that undoes. Uh, nope. That puts us up to four, which I think, which moves us closer to uh, having a positive relationship, which is great. Yeah. Um, so that's both of our downtime activities that we get for free. Mm-hmm. Now we can also spend supply points to uh, get additional downtime activities. And since we have only materiel, that's going to limit what we can, which of those we can spend them on, obviously. Mm-hmm. So we could take an additional acquire asset, enhance, fix, salvage, or upkeep downtime activity. Obviously we're not going to upkeep or salvage because we don't, we skipped doing the free upkeep, so we're mm-hmm. not going to pay for it, and we don't have anything to salvage. So we could fix something if uh, there's any damage to your vehicle. We could enhance one of our vehicles. Unfortunately, we lost our uh, testing facility, which improves uh, the enhanced downtime activity. Or we could try and acquire an asset for uh, the future. I actually would love to try and acquire an asset. Okay, what do you what do you think we need? I think we need 
I think we need a fire. Like, I think we need a, a team. I think we need some added. Now, define fire team for me, because I'm thinking of it in terms of extra muscle, but it might mean people to put out a fire. <laughs> uh, well, it could be either of those. We already have a Rover's fire team um, that came with us for being part of a, a mechanized cavalry squad. Okay. So but, maybe, maybe we're okay then. Well, there are other fire teams we might want to get. Keep in mind that this is temporary. This would just be for yeah. like the next mission or through the next downtime period. Um, so like there are adepts, which is like uh, scribes and researchers mm-hmm. and uh, students, that kind of thing. There are toughs, which is like soldiers and um, bouncers, you know, uh, uh, people who are combative outside of vehicles. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are rooks, which are like con artists and diplomats and spies. And uh, there are lurks, if I am recalling correctly, which is like um, burglars and infiltrators and uh, that sort of dealy. We might need some toughs. Like, we might need some... I feel like having a little bit of extra muscle is never a bad thing. I know that, you know, after after having gotten caught up in a firefight last time, I would... I, I kind of think maybe... Maybe locking down some extra... Some extra firepower is not the worst thing. So maybe locking down some, some, some foot soldiers in case things... In case things break out and in case we need to... In case somebody comes for us... I want the bar to be locked down, so I would like some extra bouncers, some extra security, some extra some extra feet on the ground. Yeah, okay. Um, so, let's see. So we'll have to spend one materiel just mm-hmm. to attempt it. And so, let's see, we are going to get temporary use of a cohort. So to do this, uh, we roll the squad's tier. And... Unfortunately, we are tier zero. We're a bunch of nobodies Mm -hmm. right now. So that would be 2d6, taking the lowest one. Mm -hmm. And that will determine the quality of the toughs that we hire. Uh, That's a five and a six. So that's still pretty good. Yeah, that's a, so that's a, that'll be a five. A hot dice today. I'm feeling good. Yeah, so that'll be equal to our tier. So we'll get tier zero uh, toughs. And you can spend material to improve that result if we wanted to get tier one toughs. What do you, what do you think, Kessler? Like it's your it's your material. I spent mine getting us getting us some extra security. Hmm. Is there anything else that I might want that material for? Uh, well, I don't need to fix my vehicle, so that leaves enhancing it or acquiring a different asset. Um. I think during our cut loose section, you convinced me of the need for uh, improved security around the Legion Hall, mm-hmm. around the bar, especially since those um, Exodus Republic guys came sniffing around. So yeah. obviously, our base isn't quite as hidden as we might have thought. Actually, that is maybe something we should have taken into consideration with uh when we had that uh entanglement mm. um do we want to maybe swap i mean we could uh, do we want to say that we swap testing facility for hidden and say that just that they are they're sni- like because they are actively sniffing around it has put 
us on the map, so to speak. Yeah, okay, that works. Because I think that makes that makes a lot of sense if it's just sort of like if they're just if like whatever the contract that I signed was just giving them the ability to like do business here or like manage some manage some like interstitial operation of like, you know, we're storing some boxes here. It's all very mundane. We've now got a private room for shady deals. Exactly. Like we're just like it's just it's all very boring and we're just like, fine, do it here. Yeah. And in exchange, we're like, we should probably lock some things down because they might. Uh... This is going to bring some riffraff to our yeah. Uh, operation. Yeah, I don't I, I didn't feel great about that one guy's flop sweat. <laughs> so I'd like to have some security just in case. Yeah, OK, so I don't mind uh, handing over that. Uh... OK. Yeah, so we get tier one toughs. So who are these people? Who are these toughs? Where do they come from? What's their deal? What is their deal? I think they are. If they're I think they are a local, uh, a very local. And by local, I mean, like extremely local. Like they are uh, the 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 friends of one of the regulars. And Uh, they are like a local militia. May I make a suggestion, please? So what if. It's a bunch of off, like, off-duty squaddies. I like that. Which is uh, an independent tier one squad, so it matches the tier perfectly. I like that. Yeah. Um, so they're basically, like, uh, so the squaddies are basically, like, former cops. Yeah. Um, so we just hire a bunch of uh, former cops turned uh, protection racket to be our bouncers. Yeah, it's fine. I'm sure that'll go well and have no long-term consequences. It works. It's fine. Okay. All right. Um, so that downtime is done. The last thing we might do that is another thing we skipped over is we can do XP for our characters. Let's do it. All right. Um, let me just pull that up. So the end of session questions. So the first thing is to check the squad's XP goals. And I think for this, uh, for going over this XP, we'll roll in our uh, the, what we did during the mission as best we can. Okay. Um, so for uh, did we execute a successful battle delivery or rescue operation? Yes, we did. That we Damn did. right we did. Uh, did we face off against challenges above our pay grade? I I would I would say so. Yeah, the sword wing are and is tier two, and we're tier we're measly tier zero. Yeah, I'd so. say I'd say we I'd say we we punched out of our our weight class a little bit. Absolutely, which uh, is actually something that specifically uh, Axel has been saying offhand, like offhandedly, like all right, you know, I love a little bit of I love a little bit of an uh, a little bit of an unbalanced fight sometimes, but uh, as you noticed, I think we did pretty dang well i think we handled ourselves pretty much as well as we can uh now do you think we did multiple instances of that because when when you do multiple instances of any of these in a single session uh then you get two xp for it instead of just one uh i'm wondering we may yeah i think we did 
I mean, I think we, we you know, we snuck out under the nose of the cult of Earth Lost. Hmm. Unless you feel like that maybe wasn't fully facing a challenge outside of our pay grade. No, they actually, you, you bring up a good point. We like, obviously we fought, uh, Terwilliger and the sword wing, but we also very initially were like confronted with that, uh, checkpoint that we had to deal with before things got real hairy. Mm-hmm. And we were, we were doing fine against that. And I think that if they hadn't shown up, we could have talked our way through there reasonably well. I think so. Yeah. So I think that's two more XP. All right. Um, did we bolster our squad's reputation or develop a new one? Our reputation is scrappy. I think we absolutely did that. <laughs> Hell, you goddamn right we did. I think answering yes to that previous question guarantees that we get yes to this one. Yep. Um, and did we express the goals, drives, inner conflict, or essential nature of the squad? Uh, I think we did that at least once with, like, trying to improve the bar because our drives are a bit, like, as our individual drives are sort of interlinked because I want to Mm -hmm. make a business that overshadows my parents and you want to make this bar great for the patrons who come here. And so I think those together, like, interweaving like that, make that sort of, like, representative of the squad's drives. I like that. Yeah, okay. I'm into that. So that's another XP. Um, so that leaves us two XP away from leveling up the squad. Uh, do you want to just say that we got the full XP? Yeah. yeah. And so Hell we can yeah. go over what it's like to level up the squad? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so let's take the full level, because I think that'll be really good. Okay. So... That means uh, we can either get one new squad ability or we can get two upgrades. Um, mm. Are any any of these speaking to you? I, I mean, I do. I kind of really like Fast and Furious. It's it's nice, simple, and clean, and it it, it really beautifully connects with how we handle ourselves in the mission. Yeah. Like, we were not necessarily, like, thinking about, like, how we handled ourselves on the mission, you know, we necessarily, we didn't necessarily, uh, we didn't necessarily scorch Earth, we didn't necessarily, like, team up and combine arms together, but we were, we were, we were very quick and very efficient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, Fast and Furious is that... Each PC may add plus one action rating to maneuver, manipulate, or battle up to a max rating of three. Yeah, so maneuver, manipulate, or battle. Uh, hmm. I've already got two in battle and maneuver, and I've only got one in manipulate. I, I have to... none in manipulate. I think I'm, I think, hmm. Where are you at with battle and maneuver? I have one in each. Ah, okay. Uh, I kind of think I'm going to take it in battle. I think, mm-hmm. I think, I think being a soldier, I feel like having a high battle is probably a good thing. Yeah, I think I'm going to go three into maneuver, just like lean all the way into yeah, the. Yeah, that feels that feels right. Yeah, the the aerial maneuver type stuff. Okay. Um. So the next is we do our pilot's goals or all pilot right. XP. So, um, 
Axel, uh, did you address a challenge with piloting or violence? Yeah. Yeah, did you do it more than once? Yeah. Yeah, take two of those two XP. Did you express your history, tragedy, or opening? Yes. Yeah, you uh, had that encounter with Terwilliger. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, made him pay is what I did. Mm-hmm. Everybody at the bar cheers as I <laughs> as I as I tell that story. Um, and did you struggle because of your beliefs, scars, or quirks? I, I no, I wouldn't say I did. Mm. That does remind me, though. I forgot okay. a step when we cut loose, when I did the cut loose action earlier. Yeah. Which is that at the end of that, after healing my stress, I add one more tick to my beliefs clock with Axel. And uh, then I write a new belief about him. Um, what would be a new good belief about uh, something about his schemes? Yeah. What if what if you um, got what? If, tell me what you've got so far. So far, I've, I've got he's going to get someone killed. I better keep an eye on him. And his vehicle has strong emotions tied to it. Hmm. Um, let's see. His schemes are wild, but if we work together, they'll pan out. I love that. That's sweet. That's a very sweet. That's a very sweet belief. And for what it's worth, it's not a full listed. Uh, it's not a full listed belief on a mechanical standpoint, but I think Axel feels the same way. All right. So, yes, you didn't struggle because of your belief scars or quirks. Okay. Uh, and then we'll do my XP. Oh, mm -hmm. how, what's what? How, that puts you at how much XP? Three? Uh, three XP. Okay. Do we want to just uh, level up just for the sake of it? Let's do it. Okay. Why Why not? Yeah. Um, so when you level up uh, your playbook, you get to pick a new ability, whether from your playbook or from one of the other playbooks. Mm. So... I don't know. It's, uh, this version of playbooks is a bit old. But I updated it mostly. I just missed one thing. Hmm. I think I'm going to take Vigorous. I think I recover from harm a little faster. Yeah. I think I think I bounce. I think I bounce back. Mm hmm. So you even get to permanently fill in one of your healing clock segments. All and right. whenever you get healed, you take an additional die to those healing okay. treatment rolls. I like that. Yeah, it's very useful. I think you can't keep me down. No. Um, so then we'll do my XP, which mm -hmm. is... you. Did I address a challenge with piloting or violence? We have very similar uh, XP mm -hmm. triggers. Um, yes, I did. I did a lot of piloting and a lot of yeah. ducking and weaving. So I'm going to take two XP for that. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, that's easy. That's an easy two XP. Uh, did I express my history, tragedy, or opening? Um, importer, exporters, my history, exiled from homelands, my tragedy, and avoiding people with long voyage transport jobs is my opening. Um, I think maybe my opening a bit, because we I was going to say... I was going to say maybe your history also, because we were specifically kind of hired to essentially like import supplies. Yeah. So I'd say I'd, I'd give you an, I'd give you an XP for that, either for your, your history or your opening. OK, I'll take one XP. And did I struggle because of my beliefs, scars or quirks? Um, 
I'm, I'll, I'll let you decide whether or not this applies, but I think I might have struggled because of my boosters, my hot boosters. This I, I, session. I, I, I'd, I'd give you that for sure. Yeah, because I, I purposefully, like, I did not try and fix them because I was burned and was uh, wary about trying to approach them, mm-hmm. even though I wasn't burned by the boosters themselves. Yeah, that okay. sounds right. Yeah. Um, and so if I'm just going to, I'm yeah. I'm halfway through my playbook XP, but since we're just uh, playing fast and loose with the XP here. Yeah. Um, what ability might I want to take? Um, let's see. I think, I think I'm going to take Traveling Companion. I'm going to lean further into the sacrificing the pilot for the sake Mm. of the vehicle uh, theme that I'm going for. Because Mm -hmm. that'll let me spend stress instead of quirks when I push my vehicle. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, So then with that done, uh, the next step for end of session and... I don't know whether or not you'll want to go through uh, these steps, is that there's a bunch of questions here about planning the next mission. Let's, I, I would actually love to do that. And then I think for, for time-wise, I think that's where we'll leave it. We'll set up the next mission, and then we'll pick this up again real soon. Yeah, okay. Um, so the first question is, are you following up on a previous mission's outcome? Hmm. Do we want to do another thing about, like, getting into Hollantin past the checkpoints or pursuing Terwilliger and the sword wing or uh, doing some other task for the doctors. I, so, um, I think Axel wants, Axel is pushing hard to go after Terwilliger. Mm. Like, I think, I think Axel is a little, I'm a little torn. Here's where I'm torn because we could get like, if he's out there and he's working with, if he's working with the sword wing, like, that's dangerous, A, because he's going to come after us, and I don't love that. And B, because he's a because he's a, a, a weaselly little piece of cark, and I really, really would love to just shove it in his face and take him out once and for all. Because I don't know if you know this, Kesser, I do not like him. I don't like that he showed up. I don't like that I had to hear his, his obnoxious little voice. I don't like that I have to continually think about him. I don't like that he's in my headspace. Yeah, I'm not a fan of his firebombs either. But, at the same time, that's not exactly paying the bills and is necessarily launching an attack on the sword wing the smartest thing to do. You're the, biz- you're the business person. I'm leaning on you here. Well, here's the thing. It may not pay the bills to pursue Terwilliger, but maybe we can find someone who's willing to pay for that task. Okay. I like where your head's at. See, this is this is this is why I keep you. This is why I keep you on staff. <laughs> keep me on staff. Maybe there's someone in the Exodus Republic that uh, would be interested. We can sort of, or maybe some. Oh, here's a thought: the the cult of Earth Found had their checkpoint bombed by the Sword Wing. Maybe yeah. they'd be interested in hiring us to get payback on them that'll help repair our relationship with the church also while also ensuring that we get paid to pursue our own vendettas that i (laughs) kesser if i told you i like you recently have i told you that recently 
because I like you. Well, I'm glad that you uh, dined to keep me around in that case. This is why you're on staff. This is why you're on staff. Maurice, pour this man a drink. Uh, so, uh, it sounds like we, the might that little discussion there probably answered a couple of the other follow-up questions, which is, the next one is, is your aim to seize a squad upgrade, hurt the target, aid yourselves, or aid another squad? Sounds like we're just trying to hurt the sword wing. Sounds like we're trying to hurt the sword wing. And is there a specific area you want to target? Um, that sounds like a, not necessarily... Like no, a, I'm going to say no. I think we're going after Ter, Terwilliger more so than where Terwilliger is. Yeah. Um, is there a specific resource you want to acquire? Again, I don't think so. Um, I, I mean, I do love those fire. Like, Axel is, again, I, I'm torn here. <laughs> and I think there's a scene, I think we get a scene of Axel, like thinking it over and like flashing back to, to taking the fire bomb and, and going through physical therapy and just thinking and, and like looking at, looking at Bill's statements and saying like, I mean, they kicked me out of it. They kicked me out because I was supposedly selling these fire bombs. There's nothing wrong. Like at this point, selling fire bombs at this point, it would just be, so I think I'm going to throw it over to Kesser again, because I think I want to say, like, I'm going to throw you the question of where do you find me like mono like because I we've established that he that he's a he's a a very loose lipped individual. Where do you find Axel like talking through this to himself after we kind of lock down the plan to go after Terwilliger? Oh, you're absolutely in whatever your quote unquote office is. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Which, I don't know what that is. It's a bunch of boxes that I have, like, built walls out of. Mm -hmm. But, like, it, there's not, all, but, like, they're not all the same size. Like, so there is, for lack of a better term, like, a window that I can lean on and, like, talk to people. <laughs> what if, like, it's two walls and the third wall is your vehicle? <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. That's very good. Yeah, so I definitely find you there. And I hear you talking through this, and I'm like, listen, I know, I know you got burned by Terwilliger and these firebombs in the past in all senses of the word. Mm -hmm. I'm, I don't, I don't know if we should take them here, like bringing them into our base seems like a bad idea. Now, let me ask you a question. I ask you a question, Kesser. Is it a bad idea? And 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 this is again, this is why this is this is this is me. This is me not as this is me not as your boss. I don't know where he got that idea, but this is me not as your boss, but as your friend. Is it a bad idea? Because it's a bad idea. And I, I kind of gesture outward very quietly, like behind some boxes. Or is it a bad idea because of them? Because if it's because of them, we can clear them out. I'm not afraid of them. But I need you to tell me point blank if it's a bad idea because it's a bad idea or if it's a bad idea because of them. Uh, I don't know. If we can... 
if we can make a turnaround on them real quick, maybe it'll be it'll it'll maybe it'll be okay. If we if if we can keep them somewhere else, maybe I don't know. Maybe we bury them in the yard and then turn them around fast. I <laughs> I can see the the problem is I can see you're you're a, you're a um, put it on the calendar. We're gonna teach you how to lie. I'm, I want that noted because <laughs> you're a bad liar, Kesser. And but I I respect that. But I'm gonna teach you how to lie down the road. I think I think I don't know if uh, Axel is necessarily picking up on this, but I think the real reason that Kesser is hesitant about this is that I think he's like developing a case of pyrophobia mm. after the last mission. I don't like, know if he is picking up on this. I think I think he is. I think he is kind of in his own head, and I think I, I kind of like that we're both kind of in our own head working through this while kind of talking past the other person. Yeah. So maybe this is going to, like, end up being a very much like a if, if a target of opportunity. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, the so ne- I, don't think, I don't think we're going after something specific. Yeah. So the next question is, are you targeting a squad weaker, stronger, about the same as you? We know we're going after someone stronger than us. Yeah. And we know also know the next question, which is, are you targeting a specific squad or faction? Absolutely. We yeah. are taking it to the sword wing. Yep. Okay. So uh, there's a couple of other questions. They're about, um, they're about uh, like sort of debriefing the players, mm-hmm. going over, like checking on everyone's emotional state and seeing what people liked and didn't like about the session and what they want to see more or less of in mm-hmm. future ones. Um, but I know that we're coming up on time here, so we can do those off mic since they aren't too uh, yeah, that precious sounds good. For, for radio play. I think I think the last scene that I want to throw to like now that we've kind of got this locked down is I I think uh, Axel we have this conversation and Axel leans up against uh, Axel leans up against Romper and it's like thank you thank you thank you for for what for for talking me down because I told myself that I was better than they gave me credit for. And for a moment, I was very much not. I get it. It's easy when people expect the worst of you to just give that to them if it, you know, costs you nothing or is to your benefit. But even as mercenaries, we got to have some kind of line. You're right. No, you're right. We're mercenaries. We're not criminals. I mean, depends upon... There's, upon the, there's a whole this, lot of different competing legal systems in in Isia right now, so we're probably breaking I, somebody's law. Yeah, well, the the only law that matters is the one in your heart, Kesser. Write that down. Here's here's what we're gonna do. I want you to get on the phone. I want you. I want you to. I want you to set up a call, a meeting, a, a hollow, whatever you whatever you got to do. You're the business person here. I want you to. I want you to set up a meeting with this ch- with the church. Get them on the wire. Offer offer our services. We'll see where we land. I'm gonna have a meeting of my own. And he walks out of his makeshift office, raises his arms, and says, "Squatties, gather around. We're gonna have some fun tonight." And I think that's where we leave it. Okay. Great. 
And I think with that, that's that's our post game session for Beam Saber. Uh, a few months late, but still very very good. Yeah, that was that was wonderful. I was admittedly a little concerned that it might uh, not pan out with just the two of us, but. Hey, I guess we're both just pros. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like we I feel like we worked I I know my character a lot more now having gone through that, which I think is really great. Like the 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 actual like on the ground scene is great, but like this is where this is where I got to know Axel in a way that like and he really surprised me, which is which is kind of what I would want from this. Yeah, I um I don't know if I said this the last time we recorded, but Kesserdrock is sort of my go-to character whenever I get a chance to PC. So I've had him across a couple of different game systems, but this particular iteration of him, I, I really like this direction going of like his developing pyrophobia from mm-hmm. it. Like he's I not, like that. he's not quite there, but he's like been wary of it after getting hit with the, the incendiary bomb by Terwilliger. And given that we're going after Terwilliger next time, like, I can very easily see it getting worse. Yeah. I like that. I really like that. (laughs) Maybe I should have uh, not cut loose so that I could build up the stress to get a scar, and then I could uh, make that pyrophobia and milk that for XP in the future. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we're going after the Swordwing next time. I I think there will be ample opportunity for scars. Yeah. I really, I really feel like we don't have anything to worry about for 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 the purposes of scars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's a wrap. Thank you so much. This was a delight. Absolutely. Oh my goodness! Thank you. This this was great. Uh, please go back, uh, Beam Saber on Kickstarter because I I want it, and I know I'm backing it day one. So I hope you do as well. But in the meantime, where can people find you and your work online? Um. So I don't only do Beam Saber, I'm also the primary GM for uh, You Don't Meet in an Inn, which is an actual play podcast about exploring obscure tabletop role-playing games with a rotating cast. Um, so you can find us on uh, iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. And you can find the podcast and myself on Twitter at NotAnInn, that's N-O-T-A-N-I-N-N. As and in, as in, where do you meet? Not an not inn. An inn. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you can also find my game design work, including Beam Saber, at austin-ramsay.itch.io. I've got a number of games up there, and maybe, uh, <laughs> I was going to say maybe by the time that you hear this, there'll be another one, but that's actually unlikely. I'm very focused on getting this Kickstarter ready. I was, was going to I was like, I was like, it's that's bold of you to be like, all right, we're going to drop some new games here, here and here. And then just the Kickstarter's going to happen. It's going to handle itself. <laughs> bold move. Uh, no, I got to stay focused. <laughs> I, I appreciate that and I respect it. So I'm uh, this. This was great. I'm really happy. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for doing the show again i look forward to when we can when we can we can hop in our mechs and blow some shit up together sounds good with that said now i'm gonna throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show take it future me thanks past me and thanks again to austin for coming on the show that game i'm i really want to play more beam saber specifically because of how good both of these beam saber sessions turned out This game rules, and I want you to go back on Kickstarter so you can get your own copy.
And then, once you've done that, and I will wait. All right, now I want you to go follow Austin on Twitter, at NottonIn, because Austin is great, and you should be following everything they do. Then, while you're on Twitter, follow us at Party of One Pod. Like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. Head to our Discord community at bit.ly slash Discord. Check out our merchandise store at bit.ly slash merch. And if you'd like to support the show financially, go to patreon.com slash jeffstormer. Support all of the cool stuff that I make and get early access to episodes, behind-the-scenes stuff, works in progress, all of that kind of cool stuff is available and appreciated and supported directly through the Patreon. Another way you can support the podcast is by supporting the other podcast that I produce, All My Fantasy Children. AMFC is a tabletop-inspired storytelling, character creation, and world-building podcast powered by you. Every week, my best friend Aaron Katanosai and I take a listener-submitted prompt, we spin it into an original fantasy character, and we populate a shared universe one story at a time. New episodes drop every Friday-ish at oneshotpodcast.com. Party of One is produced and edited, as always, by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. Music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran featuring the D&D Sluggers. And the Party of One logo is by Evan Rowland. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates, coming onto the show as a guest, having your game featured as a designer, or press coverage for the show, you can email me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And I think that's it. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defining acts of resistance. And as always, party on, everybody.